14 minutes past two o'clock and you're listening to the 123 show with me Noreen Mayer on this Tuesday afternoon so let's turn to the next bit of today's program we are now in Hong Kong's prime time to grow your own vegetables and herbs from seed or seedling so with some helpful guidance of a selection of her picked pot plant leaves Jane Ram who is a long-term member of the Hong Kong Gardening Society shares some tips with 123 shows Tuesday's food and drink reporter Andrew Dambina. I'm Jane Ram. I'm a very keen gardener and eater. I'm a director of the Hong Kong Gardening Society and I've been growing stuff in Hong Kong for probably 50 years. And we had a look just now at stuff from my roof and Andrew seemed quite surprised that so many things could grow at this time of year. Well, good introduction there. And I know from uh, some poultry growing that I've tried on my own rooftop that January, our brief winter in Hong Kong, is a great time for salad leaves and herbs. Is it your prime time for growing edibles? Yes, definitely. It's been such a strange year this year. The challenge was to get the seeds in at the right time. I can't remember when it started to cool off a bit, but we really didn't have much of a lead time to put the seeds in and get them growing. But now they love this weather and we're seeing the results and enjoying them. Well, let's have a look at this amazing platter that you've got of so many different leaves in front of us and talk through them. When did you plant this amazingly salad leaf-like kale that we see here? Is it a special variety which is best eaten young or is it a variety that people would normally wait for it to get into a larger leaf to boil it or cook it another way? This is the kind that does best in Hong Kong. If it were left, yes, you maybe would get the rather tough leaves where you take out the main stems and, and just have the leaves, the, the sort of fleshy part of the leaf to eat. A lot of the imported vegetables and, and salads and so on are grown in greenhouses or even hydroponically where the conditions are ideally suited to have them look beautiful. Mm. But the flavour, mm, well, not really. Well, we're looking at a, a very beautifully uh, contrasting plate of leaves here, which would all work as salad leaves. Kale, the butter lettuce, rocket, and, and there's another well, kind it, of lettuce. I think this is cos type of oh. lettuce. I'm, I'm not really sure of, of the different generics. When did you plant all of these, let's call them salad leaves? Some seeds would have gone in in about, let's say, late October, and that was a big gamble. And then we had a Change of temperature, I think, somewhere around early November, and that was the time to put in a lot of these leaves. So you could say they've had about 10 weeks since being sown, and, you know, we've been harvesting them steadily for three weeks. Yeah. So, moving on from the salad leaves, second platter. These are radish leaves. Not many people realise that they're edible. They are absolutely delicious. They also have yeah, a sort of peppery um, character. Right, thanks. Much less peppery than the, uh, than the, rocket. the rocket. True. Of course, yeah. known for its pepperiness. Yeah. But actually very fresh. Yes. Quite, quite a good depth yes. of flavour there. Yes. Didn't know about radish yep. leaves as a salad yep. veg. Yeah. And you can also eat the leaves from the Chinese white radish. They're a bit sort of hairy. Some people, you know, find that rather difficult okay. to eat. But I, I, I like those too. Uh, these are marigold leaves. Marigold? Yep, calendula. Okay. They're still not flowering. But eventually the flowers and the leaves will be edible. I see you're spitting that one out. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm having a little taste. <laughs> the stalk was a bit bitter. <laughs> and this, of course, is dill. That grows very well in Hong Kong, Yes, it? yes, it seems to like the climate. Does it grow year-round, actually, dill? In a way it does, but you have to be careful not to get it too wet, obviously, in the rainy season. 
And so we've gone to dill the herb. Okay, and there are two types of basil here. This is the sort of Mediterranean type. And then this is the one they call Chinese basil. Thai basil is more purple usually. Now, Mediterranean basil, I'm going to stop you here just to ask you. I know I've asked you in a previous recording about rosemary on the very subject of growing European-type anything in Hong Kong. And I've certainly tried basil on my rooftop uh, from uh, from seed, from seedling, and doesn't always work out um, work out well. well. How do you successfully keep European style basil alive in Hong Kong through the summer? Yes, it depends on the year. It depends how much rain there is. What's the general level of humidity? Some years, some basil plants will survive through the summer. Other years they won't, and I can't give you any real okay. guidance. Uh, same with a lot of the other herbs. I mean, I've got thyme here, yeah. and these are new, mm. new ones from new plants, newly sown plants, but I've also got some that have been going for several years. They look miserable by the end of the summer, but they soon poke up when it cools down. This is parsley, of course, yeah, yeah. and again, I've healthy. had parsley plants go through the summer, but last summer was an exceptional summer in a crazy sort of way. Every year is different, but last year was more different than any other I can remember. More difficult in terms of growing edibles? Well, in terms of growing most things, yeah. because you really didn't know how long is this going to go on before we get thunderstorms and another big typhoon and so on, which never happened. You, you really had to watch the watering. So that was parsley. It's parsley, and, and this is mint. Some of the mint that I have, again, went through the summer. It looked pretty miserable by autumn. These are newly sown ones. Beautiful. Um, Very aromatic, uh, isn't it? Yeah, you can yeah. smell it, just, just touch it. Oh, uh, yeah. really, really beautiful. And, yeah. and, and again, another hardy year-round yeah. uh, herb, if you're lucky. Let's say. Yes. Okay. And this is actually coriander. coriander. It's very easy to grow, and I can yeah. get the plants to be several feet high and still find it, find it edible, and the flowers are edible and everything else. And this, now these are baby leaves from what is often called Indian borage. It's not Indian, and it's not borage. <laughs> it's got a very long, complicated Latin name. Okay. Um, let me think if I can remember it. Plectanthrus. Amboinicus. Um, I might have left out a syllable somewhere there, but let's not get <laughs> okay. too picky. Sure. Amazingly fragrant. Very, very fragrant wow. leaf. You don't want much of this in anything. What would you flavour with this? I think the classic way is usually with eggs and things like that. Mm. You, you might drop just a very small shred of one leaf into, say, an omelette or, or scrambled eggs or something like that. But if you put much more in, that's all you can smell. But it goes by all sorts of names, like Mexican mint, I've seen it called. And There's an edge of mintiness yes, to the uh, yes, I think, aroma. I th and quite apart from being an edible herb, it's also a medicinal herb with all kinds of uses apparently it's got a real depth of flavor and there's almost a basil type yes of, um, yes it's sometimes well. called mexican basil oh. and talking of the basil next to the mediterranean and the uh, chinese basil there's something i recognize from seasonal vegetables here pea shoots or daomu which yes is, when did you plant those that's that's a lot of people's favorite vegetable in yes indeed and it's well worth putting a few seeds in a pot they grow very easily and they are delicious because as soon as it starts to shoot above about four inches, you just keep picking off the sh new shoots and it'll right. faithfully grow and, and be there waiting within a couple of days for the next little harvest. And it, it's got a short season. It's one of the few seasonal leafy vegetables still left in Hong Kong, isn't yes, it? Yes, it doesn't like hot weather. It just wilts and, and that's the end of it. it. In fact, probably won't even germinate. I've, I've not tried. Okay. I have seen it grown in water 
um, as, a, as a sprouting yeah. seed uh, year round. I've not tried that myself, so I can't tell you whether it works successfully. We've got one more left. We're looking at a beautiful uh, nasturtium flower um, attached to some really beautifully, almost hexagonal shaped leaves there. Yeah, the, I love the look of the leaves and the taste is even better. Again, they're very peppery. Try one. Yes, thanks. Just pull. Yeah, yeah thank you. And the, oh. e even the new buds and the stems uh, have that same sort of peppery quality. Does the flower too? Yes, it does. And it's got, this shape tells you it's got plenty of nectar. Yeah. So it's kind of sweet and peppery at the same time. Do you want to try it? Eat the whole thing and then you get the, you get the sweet as well as the pepper. That is amazing, Jane. It is, isn't it? I mean, I've tried some edible flowers before, much smaller. I, I'm not even familiar with their names, but some restaurants import them from Holland. They are tiny yellow flowers or violet ones that, that can't be grown in Hong Kong. But this is remarkable. I mean, do, do, you, ever, do you ever see this served in any restaurants as part of a salad or garnish in Hong Kong? Well, I have a, I have a friend who grows edible flowers commercially, and she does, she does grow nasturtiums, and she puts together boxes of maybe eight or ten different kinds of edible flowers in season. And, of course, even roses are, are edible, as long as you don't use pesticides or, or anything like that on them, strong and strong chemicals. We've, we've, we've missed a trick there on our rooftop. This is the short rooftop rose season at the moment. Indeed it is. And they can. I should have thought to put one of those on the platters. I'll try one when I get home. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The herbs and salad leaves that you've grown, and, and nasturtium maybe, are there good suppliers of seeds in Hong Kong for most of these edibles that we're looking at? There are, but it's not consistent. There used to be a very good stock of Yates seeds from Australia, which are nothing too exotic, but they're very well packed and they stand up to the humidity in the packet, mm. not right through the summer, but you can be sure that they will germinate. In fact, they, their germination rate is almost embarrassingly good. But the range and the quantity coming into Hong Kong now mm. is far less than it used to be. Certain ones are very difficult to source in Hong Kong. There are two shops down in Connaught Road West, yeah. opposite the Shantak Centre. The first one has a rather limited range of seeds from Malaysia and some Chinese seeds as well. The germination rate is not very good, but they are cheap compared to the Yates seed. And then a couple of doors further along, you've got the main stockist for the Yates seed. And as I say, the range of stuff is a bit more limited these days. It's worth going to Flower Market Road. There are several shops there now that are well stocked with seeds, but again, they run out quite fast. Um, mm. There's a range of French seeds that I like. There seem to be several brand names and they all seem to work quite well. If you're really serious about it, get organised and import some seeds from UK is probably still easier than um, the States. I don't know. I haven't actually tried them from the States. Mm. I know people do bring them in from the States. Yeah. Do any nurseries in the New Territories uh, or anywhere else around Hong Kong harvest seeds themselves for customers? I'm not sure whether they harvest them for customers. I think if you're friendly with them, they may let you have some of their seeds. They're probably not growing many things, many edibles commercially, but at the moment, because of the new interest in gardening, well, gardening is a new cooking almost in Hong Kong. Even if people have got very limited space, they seem motivated to go out and find a packet of seed or a seedling um, and, mm. you know, cultivate it at home instead of buying a bunch of flowers, which um, have a very fleeting life. So 
You can buy pretty good seedlings. I've seen them in Flower Market Road on several visits recently, and some of them will be maybe two or three centimeters high, yeah. and then others that are maybe eight or ten centimeters high. So it's a well-established plant. They're well-grown, and they claim that they're organically grown, which is probably true, tasting them. It's a good shortcut. It's something that might be worth a go, and as you always say, no guarantee how it will survive, indeed. how it will take. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And this year's experience is going to be totally different from next year's, and it's certainly very different from last year's. Yeah. Okay, well, we're coming to the end of looking at uh, this time of year with you, Jane. If someone was to go out now and buy seeds, which is a longer process of germination, obviously, what would they be looking for? And same question with a, uh, a seedling, if they wanted something to last through between late January and, let's say, early spring. I would say any of these, if you can get them as, as potted plants, um, would you know give you a pretty good supply for perhaps another two months okay um if you want to grow them yourself nasturtiums will probably germinate at this time of year most of the soft lettucey cabbagey type things yeah will, will do fine and herbs as well and they'll, they'll tell you when the season's over <laughs> you'll know that it <laughs> finished before you put them in you know yeah. most likely okay. yeah all right thanks once again jane ram pleasure happy gardening and that was active gardener Jane Ram advising on what edible plants might thrive right now in potted outdoor areas here in Hong Kong. And Jane was talking to 123 Show's Tuesday food and drink reporter Andrew Dembina. Thank you very much, um, Anders, for your excellent feature. I learned a lot um, from Jane. I'd love to invite Jane back on. I'd love to actually ask her about hydroponic plants. Now that I have a fish tank, maybe it's time to grow some edible plants in there. And I also want to know more about Rapunzel. I, I, if, up until now, I didn't realize that Rapunzel was an actual leaf. I, I thought it was just a, a Disney character, but um, interesting to know, and I hope to invite uh, Jane back on uh, next time. And that was uh, Jane, who's a long-term, Jane Ram, who's a long-time member of the Hong Kong Gardening Society. Many thanks once again to Andrew Dembina for your wonderful feature. <laughs>